what's up guys welcome 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 this is the we got this girl podcast and i am your host patrice i am so 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 excited y'all this is episode five and i know that this is god like this is all god um i'm so grateful because yeah like i know without god i'm inconsistent I'm all over the place. I'm unstructured. I don't keep my promises. So I know that this has to be God, that this is episode five. So thank you, Jesus. I just want to say that. Thank you, Jesus, so much. Um, and thank you all for listening. Um, you could go anywhere. There's so many podcasts out there that you could be listening to, but you choose to listen to this one. And I don't want to take it for granted. I don't want to take you listening for granted. It's such an honor and a privilege that you all um that you all take the time to listen each week um so welcome back um <laughs> if you are new this is we got this girl this is a podcast everything about spirituality everything about relationship with jesus everything about conversation um is to let you know that you have everything that you need in jesus christ our true vine right our true vine we have everything that we need in him to be in relationship with him to walk in his purpose um that he has for our lives and to be in his will and to be loved by him we don't have to work for his love and so that's what we're going to kind of talk about today today episode five a case of sin hiccups (laughs) y'all so these titles be really getting me because i promise y'all i just be sitting in my room and i'll be like okay week five week six week seven and i'm like okay what's the titles and the holy spirit be like blah 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 blah. i'll be like oh Okay, a case of sin hiccups. I like it. Hiccups. Because when we get the hiccups, they're unexpected. Like, I don't know. Maybe you're, like, a doctor or something or just super smart and you know, like, why people get hiccups. I still haven't figured it out. Maybe I should look that up. But hiccups are so unexpected. And so it's, like, it kind of, like, it doesn't stop your life. But you're kind of, like, why do I have the hiccups? And for some reason, they come at the least opportune time. And I feel like that's sin. Like, you're doing well. You, (laughs) you, 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 you know, you're chasing, you're trying to seek God and dig deeper in your relationship with Jesus. And then all of a sudden you fall into temptation. Um, And you like, really? So how do we deal with that? How do we deal with falling into sin falling into temptation so i know that falling into sin or falling into temptation is like a like a kingdom lingo and i don't mean that in a disrespectful way but it's just kingdom vernacular right it's the language so you may not know what that means but basically it means you sin like you're sinning Mm -hmm. so um so yeah so we're gonna talk about that today i i'm I'm getting excited because this is just something that set me free like the stuff that we're gonna talk about i promise you um i was this person that would walk that i lived in condemnation y'all i lived in condemnation and i lived in condemnation of past sins that i thought i knew and received god's forgiveness but i never had and I, I lived in that condemnation. It was a it was a dark place. And I'm gonna be honest with you guys, like sometimes I just yeah, it stifled my relationship with God. 
it, that's just what it is. It stifled my relationship with God because I did not understand who he was to me and all that he had given me. And I still don't understand. Yeah, you know, we're still every single day we dig deeper in God. We find out something new about him and the Holy Spirit reveals something new to us because he's our teacher. Right. And so it's never going to get to a place where we can't be taught and thank God for that. But you know, as you grow more in him, you discover like, whoa, I used to feel like that. That was Satan. I'm I uh uh-uh. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not I'm not feeling like that anymore. Um, because I know who God is to me and I know what he says about me and I know what he thinks about me and I know what Jesus has done for me. So therefore I know who I am. So we're gonna keep walking and <laughs> right. Um And so, yeah. Oh, I'm getting excited. Okay, let me not. Let me not skip over some parts. So, I want to let you know that you can email me, contact me, you know, hit me up, send me the new um, Drake album care package, like, whatever you want to do. Prayer requests, um, comments, concerns, criticisms, whatever. I take it all. I receive it all, guys. You could do that at we got ministry at gmail.com. That's W-E-G-O-T-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y at gmail.com. You can do that. And um, yeah, let's get into it. A case of sin hiccups. So we kind of talked about, I kind of was like given the, the, the preliminary <laughs> before we really got into it, but we're talking about sin today, but we're, we're not so much talking about sin as the nature of sin, um, but we're talking about our response to sin. And because I think that's more, I don't want to say I think that's more important, but I think that's the thing where we, where everything could go wrong, Okay. So it's like, it's almost like when you're baking, like there's a certain part, there's a certain section in baking where if you don't handle it right, it could all go wrong. Okay. Like if you put too much sugar, you put too much vanilla. Okay. You know, but if you don't put eggs, it the, the whole thing just goes wrong. So that's kind of our response to sin. It's like when we don't respond to sin, it our like. It could all go wrong, okay? So I want to put us on the same playing field. One, I want to say that we all sin. We all fall into, into temptation. We all surrender to our flesh rather than denying our flesh. We all do that. And I want to put us on the same playing field. Me and everybody else in this world and all who are listening, we all sin. So the fact that we all sin is not an excuse to keep sinning, but it's 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 a truth in that no one can because I mean I'm guilty of it. Hey, we can become prideful and we're like, well, I don't deal with that anymore and I don't sin. No, we're one pray away of God keep me from sinning. Like honestly, and that's why Jesus says, like, I'm the true vine. Like you can do nothing without me. So you can, you can, you can try all you want to all day long, but on your good days without Jesus, you sin like no doubt about it. Um, and so I want to make that very clear for all of us, including myself. Um, so let's turn to, if you have your Bibles or your Google or your phone or your Bible app, whatever you have, let's turn to first John 
chapter 1 verse 8 1 John chapter 1 verse 8 1 John chapter 1 verse 8 and if you're not as familiar with the bible that's totally okay totally 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 okay but first john is not the john that's the gospel it's it's the one after that so if you're looking and you're like okay is it the is it this john or is it first john is the one with the one in front of it first john yes one chapter one verse eight So it says, if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. I'm going to read it again for the people in the book. It says, if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. So I wanted to go ahead and read that because... I want to put everybody at the same level. We all sinners out here, okay? Um, but there's there's a truth to that, and there is a freedom in knowing that God loves us um, and that we're forgiven. But I, I just want to make sure I reiterate that several times because, look, there are people out there. I, I feel like there's two types of people. There's people who are like, I know I'm a sinner, but because I know that, I'm going to keep sinning. And you justify your sin by saying, we all sinners. You know what I mean? You always hear it. Or there's people out there that's like, well, I am a sinner, but I don't deal with sin the same way people do. No, we all deal with, we all deal with sin the same, but we respond differently. All right, so let's get into it. So how do you yourselves respond, respond to sin? I want you to think about that. Do you feel shamed? Do you feel guilty? Do you try to run away from God when you sin? Y'all, if you hear the pitter-patter of the rain, that's because it's raining where I am. And how fitting. Like, rain is a sense of cleansing. And so I'm like, oh my goodness, it's raining. And I, I, I actually got excited that it was raining on the day that I'm recording the sin and forgiveness and repentance podcast like how cool is that so um but yeah do you do you try to run from God do you try to hide from him when you sin I know that was my biggest one that was my go-to I would just try to hide from him I would try to isolate myself I would try to stop being around people you know I wouldn't want to I'd stop praying um yeah so what how do you handle sin or you may be different you know maybe you go and you confess so then how do you handle repentance do you make sure you have accountability do you remove things out of your life that may cause you to sin so how do we handle it right so i don't know about you but like i said i'm a sinner And even in the intentional and unintentional sins that I have to lay at the altar, I have fallen into the tricks and the lies of Satan that I'm not forgiven. And that's just the truth about it. 
I have fallen into like the unintentional and intentional sins. I have fallen into the lies of Satan that I'm not forgetting for forgiven before. And I have lived in that y'all. And it's such a dark place to live in because when you don't know that you're forgiven, you stop and you go backwards because it's easier to say, okay, I'm not forgiven, so I might as well continue to do this, than to say, okay, I am forgiven. By Jesus Christ, I am forgiven. God loves me. I'm going to keep going in this. Like, that is the hard thing to do. I'm going to keep going in my relationship with God. I'm going to get on my knees and pray after I've just gossiped, after I've just, um, I don't know, after I've just, um, uh, what's another saying, y'all? Uh, there's so many. <laughs> but after I've just, um, participated in sexual activity without being married like these are just some of the things that everyone deals with like after I've just lied after I've just cheated on this test after I've just whatever it is to know that you are forgiven that's the idea to keep going and I'm gonna keep going in my relationship I'm gonna have this quiet time the day after I just said how much I hated my sister. And I'm going to be honest with God and how I feel. Right? So that's the hard thing to do. And the truth is that God wants us to come before him as dirty and as guilty and as shamed as we may feel. He does not want us to run from him. He doesn't want us to sin and then we try to run and hide and, you know, think that we can do it on our own because it it always fails. (laughs) It always fails. We can never do it on our own. Like Jesus is our true vine and God is our gardener and we need them both. Like we can't do it without them, period, poo. Can't do it without them. And that's that on that. Like, I am one of those people who, and it's pride, really, when you dig deep down. But that's another conversation. But I was one of those people. I was sitting, I'm like, okay, I can handle this. I can handle this by myself. But you can't handle it. You can't handle it. So we have to go before God. And in going before him, he wants us to come to him. And he wants us to sit in his lap and say, you know what, God? I did. I was wrong. Tell him everything because the truth about it is he perceives our thoughts from afar. So it's not like we can hide from him, really. So you might as well just go ahead and be honest with him. You know what I mean? But it's hard, though. And I get that because I've been there. And it's like, I don't want to say this to him. I don't want to be real about this feeling. And that's when those prayers about God. Show me my heart comes into play because it's not easy. And I'm not I'm not trying to say that it's easy because it's a hard thing to do. And you have to have Jesus's strength and God's power and power from the Holy Spirit to do it. (laughs) But we can get to a point, y'all. There is a freedom in Christ. There is a freedom in Christ. A like, oh, my goodness. There is a freedom in Christ that Jesus has that Jesus gave us and that we 
presently have not something that we have sometimes and something that God takes away from us real quickly or not something that we have well we're doing really 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 well spiritually and then when we fall short it's taken away from us no God does not change we are forgiven every single time we sin there's no situation where we're not forgiven because God didn't say well you know uh yeah, on your 10th time sinning, I'm not going to forgive you. No. He's God and he changes not. Whoo, y'all. Oh my goodness. I'm getting so passionate about this because this is something that I my life was stifled by not knowing this. Um and God still was revealing stuff to me because I'm I'm it's like this this battle in my mind of like, okay, I just did something that did not please God. I didn't deny myself like I should have. Like I know I know to do. What do I do next? Do I go back? Or do I keep going forward? Like that's an everyday thing. So turn to Malachi. That's in the Old Testament. Turn to Malachi chapter 3 verse 6. Malachi chapter 3 verse it says i the lord do not change period i the lord do not change that is a very strong statement it says i the lord do not change that's the end of the sentence so you us the descendants of jacob us are not destroyed isn't that powerful guys god is god and he changes not he is the same every single day he does not switch upon us and i think it's a hard concept to understand because as humans we're so fickle like you can talk to me i'm being honest i'm gonna be straight up you can talk to me one day and i'm just the sweetest pie and i'm like oh my goodness hi yes and you talk to me the other day and i haven't had a good morning i'm like hey girl like <laughs> that's just the truth about it we're fickle people we're humans we're fickle and we want to have that consistency because god is joyful jesus christ is joy like the holy spirit is joy so we want to have that consistency but the truth about it is is that as we continue to grow in god we have those days we have those days and we're fickle and so because we're fickle we try to put our fickleness on god's character but that's not at all who he is he he says i the lord do not change at all so that you the descendants of jacob will not be destroyed so he's like i'm not gonna change so that i can continue to love you and so that i can keep my promise to you so my promise is is that i gave you my son and he sacrificed his life. And through the power that I put in this whole operation was to save you, I'm always going to love you. And that nothing can come between us and our love because of Jesus Christ. Oh, so no matter what you do, Jesus is love and God is always going to love you. God is always going to love you. The thing we have to do is we have to come to him honestly. And we have to say, God, I've messed up. I messed up. I've hurt you. I don't want to do this anymore. Or maybe you're like, God, this feels good. 
I want to keep drinking and getting drunk every night because this feels good. But I know that this hurts you. So give me the heart to want to serve you and please you. Y'all be real with them. And that's what I had to get out of that because, okay, there's a condemnation. Mm, Oh, my goodness. There is a condemnation, right, that Satan tricks us into. And because and the, the 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 enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And so when, inside of that, he wants to kill and steal and destroy our relationship with God. Satan's biggest job is that he wants us to distrust who God says he is. But we cannot fall into that lie because we just read that the Lord does not change. He does not change his character. He does not change who he is. He does not he does he, he does not change how he loves. And the truth of he loves us. So that's for certain. So, But condemnation is, well, God doesn't love me. These are some of the things that we might say. You know, God doesn't love me. I'm not forgiven. I can never stop sinning. There's no hope for me. I might as well keep, ooh, this was, this was, this was my favorite one. I won't say, I say this like, you know, loosely, but this is the one that I went to all the time. I might as well keep doing this because it's too big to overcome. Oh no, ma'am. No, sir. Jesus has overcome the world. No, no, no. I'm not going to let my sisters and brothers, my friends, I'm not going to let y'all keep believing that because I was one of those people like, oh my, like, and I'm so serious. I'm not saying like, oh, this was a bad day. And I said these things. No, because that always happens to everybody. Right? No, but I'm talking about, I lived my life as this was my truth and it was a bed of lies. You know, I would say I might as well just keep doing this because I'm not going to be able to overcome it. No, Jesus has already overcome the world, y'all. We're free in Christ and we have to, have to, have to accept it. No matter how hard it is, I know it's hard. And I'm not saying this as if it's easy, but I'm saying that we have to accept this, y'all, because it stifles our relationship with God and it stifles us walking in our purpose and what God has designed for us. And when you don't live in purpose, that's a dark place to be. When you're not in God's purpose, that's a dark place to be. And I'm not talking about like, oh, you don't know your purpose yet. Because God, hey, God got this thing figured out. He don't need your help in trying to like, oh my goodness, you know, what's my... No, like when we go to him and say, God, what's my purpose? He, he already has our purpose set out before us. We just have to surrender to it and open our eyes and ask for the scales to be removed and realize okay this is my purpose i'm not talking about that per se like you don't really know the purpose that god has you has for you i'm talking about when you choose to say i'm not going to believe this truth or you just don't know the truth and so therefore you're unable to live in god's purpose because you you are restricting yourself from God's fullness, the fullness of God. I hope that makes sense. So I'm not talking about people who are discouraged because they don't know what God wants them to do. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people like myself who restricted, I restricted myself from God's purpose because of the lies I believed, right? So that's condemnation. And it's easy to fall into that. It's easy to fall into that. 
But this is the scripture that I want us to read to kind of just like totally just just say, you know what? Condemnation, you bow down to the name of Jesus. Like this is this scripture. Turn to Romans 8 verse 31. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Romans 8 verse 31 and we're going to read from 31 all the way down to 39 and I want to read all of it because it is just you can't I was going to try to just read like Romans 8 38 I was like nah no we got to read the whole thing because it's that freeing Romans 8 this is in the New Testament Romans 8 verse 31 starting at verse 31 it says, what then, I'm reading from the NIV, Romans 8, 38, I mean 31, excuse me. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Oh, let's just go back. Pause. Rewind. It says, he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How he not also along with him graciously gives us all things. Who will bring any charge against those, those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. It is God who justifies. Y'all, this is so powerful. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus who died more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God. Amen. And is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we face death all day long, slaughtered, excuse me, all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced, this is Paul speaking, for I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels, nor demons, neither the present, nor the future, nor any powers, neither height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, in all creation. That's the spiritual world. This is my own editorial. That's the spiritual world. So I'm talking about Satan and his little minions that's here on earth. I'm talking about ourselves. The, the scripture says, nor anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Amen. No one can condemn us anymore, guys. We can't fall into that anymore. Now we know the truth. No one can condemn us. And it's not so easy to where, okay, the next day you're like, oh my goodness, you know, you sin and you're like, okay, I'm not going to fall into condemnation. It's, it, sometimes it's just not that easy. So I'm not saying that, you know, now it's just so easy to not fall into condemnation because I still struggle with like, okay, am I thinking condemnation or am I convicted? 
but now we know the truth and even if we know if we knew that now we're reminded of the truth and so that is why we cannot allow condemnation to stifle us and when we have those sin hiccups we can truthfully go into saying you know what i've done wrong i've hurt god let me go to him let me confess let me tell him what's on my heart let me be honest in prayer but i'm never and i'm speaking for myself i'm never going to allow satan I'm never going to get in that dark place of that's my truth, that God is holding my past above my head and saying, yeah, you did this three years ago. This is the way you acted. So I don't love you that much. I love you 80 percent or I love you 30 percent today. Or, you know what, Patrice, I just thought about what you did three years ago and I I love you 20 percent now. No, that's not who God is. That's not who God is. And I, I, you, I, I don't know, like, you probably can hear the passion in my voice because I'm telling y'all, I lived my life in that lie. I live my life in that lie. And it was, it was sad. And I don't want that for anybody. I don't want that for anybody. I don't want that for anybody. Mm-mm. Nope. I don't want that for you. So if that's where you are today, if you are in that space of thinking, you know, I can't get away from my past. I can't get away from the things that I have done. I can't get away from the sins that keep following me and you think that God has changed his mind about what he's called you to do because of the sins that you've done in your past or your present or even the sins that we're going to do in our future because first John (laughs) we all sin right first John chapter one eight we all sin so if that's you I just, I I want to, we're going to pray. We're going to pray. I just want to say, like, you're free in Christ. You're free in Christ. Mm. You're free in Christ. You don't have to feel bound. You don't have to feel bound. You don't have to keep running from him. He's not he's not chasing after you to whip you whip you down. He's chasing after you to love you. He's chasing after you so that you can know him, so that you can have a relationship because more than anything God wants a relationship with us. More than anything. He's created all the earth. (laughs) He said, let there be light. And there was light. He said, let there be water. And there was like oceans and oceans and oceans of water that takes days to get across. No, he did all of that. And what he wants most is to have a relationship with us. And so when we live in that of, oh my gosh, God don't 
them want me it hurts him and it hurts us <laughs> because he loves us so much and I'm crying because I just get this fit like I, I know how it feels to be in that space of God does not love me as much as he says he does because of what I have done and that is so untrue that's so untrue we can't we like we just mm, that's so untrue y'all it's so untrue Turn to Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. Galatians is also in the New Testament. So turn to Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. It says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. It is for freedom. So it's so that we have freedom. So it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. That's such a, oh my goodness, such a powerful scripture. I'm going to read it again and I'm going to read it in the the um the tpt uh translation so it's the passion translation it says galatians 5 you don't have to turn to the tpt like um in your bible app you can just listen if you want to because i kind of went through that really quickly but it says let me be clear the anointed one has set us free not partially oh my gosh not partially but completely and wonderfully free. We must always cherish this truth and stubbornly refuse to go back into the bondage of our past. Praise the Lord. Amen. Y'all, mm, let me be clear. The anointed one has set us free, not partially, but completely and wonderfully free. We must always cherish this truth and stubbornly refuse, stubbornly refuse, stubbornly refuse to go back into the bondage of our past. This is not saying that it's going to be so easy to not try to go backwards and say, you know what, this is how I used to think. These are some like this is no, <laughs> it, uh, not at all. And, and I hope that's not what you got from this today. It's not easy. But we have to stand firm. We have to give up a fight. Like, no, I'm not feeling like this today. I'm not going to allow the things that I did in 2017, the things that I did in 2018, the things that I did last week to stop me from today living the life that God has created for me and the purpose that he has for me. And I'm not going to allow what I did to stop me from knowing that God loves me, from to stop me from thinking. Because God's love doesn't change, right? We already talked about that. But we stop thinking that his we stop thinking that he loves us. So I'm not gonna allow what I did and what I do 
to stop me from thinking that God loves me. No. So we have to give up. We have. To, we got to, oh boy, we got to put our boxing gloves on and we have to go back to these scriptures. Oh, everybody just take a deep breath. <laughs> everybody take a... Take a deep breath. Yeah. Feel good? Yep. Somebody did that with me last week. I went to a pop-up. I know I'm ending, y'all. I promise. But I went to a pop-up event last week with Saved in the City. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. It was so amazing. Oh, my gosh. It was so amazing. Saved in the City. If you don't know about it, look it up. Please, 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 it will change your life. Um, they, Those women are, they are anointed and they are amazing. And God just spoke to me there and confirmed a lot. And um, yeah, and so at the end, she said, the, the ministry leader, Brittany, she said, everybody just take a deep breath. And we all took a deep breath. She said, okay, now let it go. She said, y'all feel better? And I was like, yeah, I do. So everybody just take a deep breath. (laughs) Sometimes you just need to take a deep breath. And I know that was a lot. Um, But yeah, amen. Praise the Lord and amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let's pray, guys. Lord, thank you. Thank you so much for your word. We thank you, Lord, that your word never returns void. We thank you, Lord God, that your word is trustworthy and that we can count on your promises that you've made to us, Lord, because you are God and you change not. You are always the same, God. Your character is consistent with us. Your love is consistent with us, Lord. There's nothing we can do to stop you from loving us. Lord God, even though our sins may cause consequences in our lives, Lord God, but your grace and your mercy comes in and lets us know that you love us and that you'll never leave us and you're here lord god to keep those promises like first thessalonians 5 23 and 24 that you will sanctify us lord god that you will make us whole that you will make us blameless for the coming of jesus christ and that surely the one who promises is able to deliver Lord, we live in that truth now. We no longer want to believe the lies of Satan. And we ask, Holy Spirit, from this day forward, that you remind us that we are forgiven and that there's nothing that we can do to change your mind about how you feel about us. God, I pray right now for everyone who is battling with the feeling and a spirit of condemnation. I rebuke it right now and I ask it that that spirit just move away from them and that they walk in the joy of knowing who you are God of who you are to them and that they are free in Christ I pray the same thing for myself God I pray in the moments where it gets hard where it gets tough to know and and to to know that we're loved God that we just continue on and that we come back to your word and we continue on and we fight knowing that you will give us the strength. We thank you, Jesus, that you have already overcome the world. And because of that, we have nothing to fear. We no longer have to be in bondage of our past. But God, we can walk forward. We can continue to follow you. We know that you love us. 
We know that you have a plan for our lives. We know that you have a purpose for our lives, Lord God. We know that we are here to do something great for your glory and for the kingdom of God. We know that we can continue to seek righteousness, Lord God. No matter how many times we mess up, Lord God, your grace is always there to remind us that you love us. Even when the consequences of our sin can sometimes be painful, Lord God, we know that your grace is always there to love us. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your kindness and your mercy, your grace. We love you so much, Lord, and we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, my goodness. I love y'all so much. Um, I pray that y'all have a great week. And this is episode five of We Got This Girl podcast. I will see y'all in episode six. And I'm sorry, y'all. This was 40 minutes and 32 seconds. Please forgive me. But yes. Bye. <laughs>